how to podcast. Teach me, teach me how to podcast. <laughs> teach me how to podcast. Teach me, teach me how to podcast. <laughs> Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> Here we go again. Hey there, tavern goers. Hi. My name is. Hi again. My name is Jameson Oxford. Today I will be your game master. We are a uh, real play TTRPG podcast focusing on uh, narrative, character growth, and uh, story, plot, blah, blah, blah. Today we're going to be playing the fantastic, timeless game Apples to Apple. Fuck, uh, dude. Apples dust to Apples. Yo, Apples to Apples got me out of a ticket once. Well, wild. I yeah. Can you tell that story in under a minute? Yes, uh, I was at the beach and we were at the beach for far too long and the cops came and they were like, hey, you're not supposed to still be here. And I was, we were like, we're playing apples to apples, though. And they were like, we love apples to apples. So they let us go. White cops, which White does. Cops. They're, they're cops. Did you win that hand? Because you should. have. I didn't get a ticket. So, yes, <laughs> everyone should have just immediately picked yours. Uh, Mitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Are you sending us fucking links? My to Discord notification is going off like crazy right now. Oh god, no, not that, not that. He's unleashing <laughs> not the way. The memening. <laughs> the memening. Uh, to stop him, I'm gonna go ahead and say, playing with me today is Mitchell Travis. What? What? No, no, I'm memeing. I'm not I'm not playing with you today. Ryan plays with you. I play with Ryan. Hello everyone. I'm Mitch. I'm a guy playing a guy who thinks he's another guy who's learning that he's not the guy that he thinks he is, but he's the guy that he actually is. In the woods. With violence. This feels like when cancer grows quickly in your brain. Oh, playing with him today. Probably. Uh, well, fuck it. It's Jeff. Hi. I'm Jeff. And I will be playing Rayask, the Kreskin, aka Fishboy, rogue, who's trying to really find his center. And fondling all of us because he won't jump on the playing with us meme. Wow. That's not better. Hey, it's Ryan, and I'm not fondling anyone. Playing uh, hard to get today is... Fondling our dice. <laughs> and I play number nine. I play number nine, and I play 9.1, and I play 9.2, and I play this fifth edition tabletop RPG with my friends as a podcast. Spit on it, robot. Been a while. And, and yeah, sometimes I spit on it. Yeah, we are Real Play TTRPG Podcast. Uh, check us out on uh any of the you found us already if you're listening to this but go uh check out our patreon or our ko-fi if you like what we're doing and you have more money uh or comments you know on random subreddits yes uh definitely we're trying to spread that brand please talk about us to your friends and family and uh and strangers on the bus yeah and if you'd like to see what we look like we've got some of our stuff up on youtube as well as uh we do a twitch stream that's won't be all of us but some of us are there yes absolutely uh Check that out. Shout out That's to the it. person we just started talking to on Facebook today, which is simultaneously several weeks ago. Hopefully you're still listening, man. <laughs> a few months. Yeah, hopefully you got into it. Hopefully you liked it. Jeff, take us away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. Black Powder. Bam. Black Powder. Black Powder. Black Powder? Take your people and flee with them. Reyes, hold this for me. And uh, Adair hands you the magic reindeer. Aren't you going to need this? Call it insurance. I must go. Take care of your new friends. Are you certain? And Adair leaves. He's coming! Fast! Who's he? 
Adara, you would get that message as well. Phone goes off, and then Adara goes, shit. And then he runs back, finds the first person. You, give this to the desk. I am not going to see mom and dad Just... with contraband. Hello! Landing in front of you is a very dark gray-skinned, muscular, seven and a half foot tall Goliath dude. I'm Odinrod, druid of the circle. You here to try to kill me like all the other ones, or you be willing to listen to me talk? Well, maybe a little column A, a little column B, but column B comes first, don't it? You know there's been a massacre around the corner. But then y'all tried to kill me for it. It's almost like the circle. One of me trusted lieutenants had enough evidence that he thought you deserved death. It's almost like one of your circle. Had their heads so far up their ass they couldn't see the trees where they'd be growing. Silence, Adero. What is wrong with you? You think you can talk to us that way? Because if you're killing me now, you don't be knowing where your sword is. I was not going to kill you, Adero. It seems that you are innocent. I have been innocent, but that didn't stop of your other this friend. crime. But you may have other crimes under your belt. Insolence being one of them. You have to repair them. They don't heal. Uh, the fact that I can heal you implies that you might have a life force. Some of us might even call that a soul. Yeah, this is, uh, this is news to me, too. There are mo many of us who believe that, that all sentient things have souls. People of Celestian, some of you may have heard that Griffinport has entered negotiations for peace. Rumors will soon circulate that Griffinport has lost a major battle. Celestian will remain free, whatever the cost. Trust not the primacy. Stay fighting. Long live a free world. Eternally yours, the demon of Griffinport. Peace? They really didn't get a foot underneath them until this so-called demon of Griffinport popped up and uh, rallied a lot of the uh, the people into a fighting force. Griffinport's been doing well, but if the council of Griffinport, the governors, signs a peace treaty with the primacy, then this demon won't have any... Their armies will fall apart. The people won't follow them. If you wish to escape, find some place they're not. They were not where we were. Yes. Because of the circle. Hence the barrier. And his eyes go wide, and he goes, We don't need to escape them. We don't need to escape here. Go on. We have a circle around our land that repels shifters. We don't need to leave the cent- We need to leave the center of the circle, but that doesn't mean we have to go outside of it. We can follow the line. Are you trying to get blood, or are you trying to get answers? Everyone looks at Ikauk. He, he, he looks at everybody as they're all looking at him, and he, he, he finally says, Aderu? Your counsel is wise. Odinrod, lead the war party. See if we can find these people so we can get our answers. Blood may be necessary, but answers first. In the meantime, Adero, you will come with me and we will discuss a plan. The pack will be fine without you and I. Let's go get on the same page. Of course. Roll insight, Adero. Well, I add three to my eight. <laughs> it seems to you that he's calmed down a little bit. Point two... You're hiding behind a rock near the stream by this tree when you see a Kauk and a Deru walking your way. I'm going to follow slowly behind and watch. I think it is time to take you back to the other druids and finally hold to trial. We will have you tell us what you know. You will inform us the things that we have missed and see if we can forgive you for the murder of Sukul. And he casts, this is tree teleport. Oh, fuck. He's going to take you to the grove. You step out of the portal, formed by a twisty, viney root that shoots from the ground, one of thousands that form a strange ring of gnarled veins that encircle what appears to be a massive stump that sits hidden in the woods. The stump resembles a small coliseum in size, and as you were led through the bramble-like roots of what was once clearly a tremendous tree, 
you pass through a large split in the stump. The spirit of this forest titan appears to have managed to stay alive over the centuries since the tree's destruction, sheaves of bark and new sprouts of vine and leaf having grown up and inward, forming a sort of partial dome. The ancient tree of Silveria didn't survive the old cataclysm, but the forest itself did, moving to protect what was left of this fallen titan. The Severian Circle has called this hollow dish its grove for centuries. Now the broken circle resides within the barely living wood. As you move across the pitted oaky ground, you can sense its deep ties to the Feywild through the soles of your feet. As you get a glimpse of this, uh, Adiru, I don't think you've seen it since you were a child, maybe? Like, very young? You haven't been back here? Uh, you don't get taken to the center of the, the stump. You actually get shuffled to the side where it seems like rooms and uh, living spaces have been hollowed out out of what is left of the bark. The outer layer of the stump itself still sits there, and it seems that the wood is still sturdy. And you get shuffled in, and you get placed in a cell by the Hydruid. Still better than the DMV. I can make an appointment. So as he steps out, leaves and vines grow, making the bars of this cell. They just replace and he leaves you in this small room, and he turns to you from outside, and he says, You'll begin the trial of the seasons, Adair. Aye. I am going to speak to the others. Wait here. Be quick. There are things that need to be done in a short time. I'll rush as fast as I can. Yeah, that was a lie. Uh, and you know it. This, he did not hide it well. Point two. No one is around when you go through the portal. No one was here. Uh, and you quickly hide yourself behind a root system as they come in behind you. And because no one seems, this place seems to be largely evacuated at the moment, you don't have any trouble following them at a distance. So if you want to go talk to a Deru or, or just look around, you can do that. Uh, I will go up to a Deru. Deru shits himself. Hits the floor. Uh, no. Quiet. Why are you here? That seems like nothing with more reasons. You should not be here. Did you need help? I cannot say. Like you need help? It is possible, yes. But I cannot say. I, I I, know there is a trial of seasons. I do not know exactly what it is. I know that some come back. I know that some do not. What is this cage made out of? Yeah. Um, Roots and shit. The, the only thing that Adaru knows is that the shifters don't, don't refer to this as the trial of the seasons because the shifters have lovely ways of shortening things. They say that people go off to be seasoned. I kind of say, but I can say that if they be finding you, then you'll be in a whole world of shit there, little friend. Oh, come on, now get, now help get you out. Why? What do you mean why? It is quicker to get this over with and done. But we could get away. Nay, I, I, I kind of say that I believe we could. We can try. Why? Then they just become looking for us again at a less opportune time. So, are they just going to come back and kill you? Are we okay with that? I... I didn't think they're going to try to just kill me outright like that. They say that we be seasoned. They put us through this trial. It is an ordeal. If you are just and right, you survive. I will survive. That's not right. Then we will deal with that when we come to it. So what should I do? Well, stay hidden, for one. If they find you, then they will likely destroy you, and I don't think I'll be able to get your bits back for nine. Maybe there'll be a way that you can help me, but I kind of say, I don't really know what they be doing with this trial. Of course not. Well, how are we going to communicate if I stay hidden? I don't know. <laughs> Just smoke signals or something. Maybe you should touch your phone. That is a good way for me to get killed outright. Mine had to make that. Not nice. 
I gave it to Reyesk, it's fine. Jay needs the phones in the game! Look, I understand that. I understand that the DM needs the phone in the game, but also understand me that these people... Uh, look, you're, you're a phone, remember. explodes and Jay's face enter, and I look point two in the face, and I say, He has never given a fuck about what I have wanted in any campaign. <laughs> Ever. And then it, just as quickly as it appears, it disappears, and you don't remember that happening. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, I'll stay hidden, and I'll watch. Stay hidden, and keep yourself close as you can. I'll be getting out of here sooner than later, I hope, and I'll take you with me. Otherwise, you've got a long walk in a deep wood before you can find your way elsewhere. I will help if I can. I don't know how, but if I can, I will. Well, protect yourself first. If they don't know you're here, then you're in no danger. Ryan can make me a guess. Ryan can't make you. I'm gonna help you. As you will. Uh, I go hide. Yeah, ju- just as you, you I run away... Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll uh, me a new squats down and just for... shits right on top of point two. <laughs> That's an There's eight a, a great big shit that I can yeah. hide in. It's <laughs> an eight action, so you don't smell. Make it with advantage if you're in, if you're willing no, to be I'm covered not in actually, poop. Not actually <laughs> shitting on, not actually shitting on nine lit. I shit on the nine lits enough. Uh-huh. Well, then oh, no fuck. eight action, I guess. That's a nine that twenty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Fucking point two. I don't even move. I just go invisible right there. Yeah, point, point two apparently has found the room where you get the ball upgrade and he just turns into a stone again. Like like Samus Aran and just rolls point two, away. Point two stays in the chat but leaves the lobby. Yeah. I'm just going to join join on party later when, when needed. As fucking point two rolls away, uh, looking nothing more than like a stone uh, and hiding in perfectly with a bunch of rocks nearby. Um, Adaru, you don't even know where, where fucking point two went. Uh, somebody comes down the hallway just as point two leaves. Uh, you hear the soft pitter-patter of their feet, and before you even see her, you smell her, and you know this is your old friend, Kayla. Oh, look! The idiot's here! Hi, both of us, lass. I'm not an idiot. I'm a druid. Show me respect! She stands up, like, a little taller, which still puts her in a shorter than you. Why? Adaru does the, like, cat thing where he gets down low like he's gonna fuck her up. Not the playful version, though, which, it's the same. It's, it's the same. As much as I'd like to see you try to tackle me through wooden bars. He does it. <laughs> Hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm checking my ads, but I, I had a fact pulled up for Mitch's random fact, because it's gonna be, it's gonna be relevant. Okay. Uh, that is, that is an 18. It's got a keyed. Wow. What is it? Sorry? 18. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, it's, it's, you, the, the, uh, no, I know. This appears to be ironwood bars, <laughs> and you bounce off of them uncomfortably. She laughs. <laughs> See, you stupid. Um, and then she she gets serious, and she doesn't typically get serious often. I hear you're being that you're going to be seasoned. That's what they be saying. I think Ikauk has it out for you. What did you say? What'd you do? The truth. The truth. I spoke the truth of his actions. He decries their primacy and then uses their very own tactics. He calls them out for the evil that they very justly do, and then turn around to do it himself. Ah, uh, what you're speaking is... It goes against the circle, Adair. You can't talk about... You can't... You can't fight a calc like that. Why not? What are we told? Be doing everything we need. Be given everything need be given. Do anything must be done to get what must be done done. And that I am. But it's not... It's not loyal. I am loyal. I am loyal to nature as I was born from it. I am loyal to the cause. And if one of us stand, 
disloyal to the cause, and how shall we proceed? I can't be seasoning him, now can I? But I can point out that maybe he should be thought about. Roll persuasion. Man, this scene is heavy. Uh, the joke is thick. Uh, I know, my humor's kind of dense, I'm sorry. 16. Oh, you're talking about the big dice, fuck. <laughs> God, I gotta... Oh man, I gotta be careful not to remove that 10 second paw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Ateru, even if you're right, you're in trouble. Ikauk is mad at you, and he's starting your trial without the other druids here. It's just a Sinaru, and she's a hard ass. He's gonna start your trial, and no one's going to be able to vote against him. Then I'll be done with it sooner. They're gonna start you in fall. And? The trial of seasons. You have to survive all four seasons, spiritually, symbolically. In fall, you starve. Aye. They're gonna starve you before the other three trials. And? You're stupid. Look, You're it's so idea. brave. You're it's so brave, idea, you're an idiot. But it's what I got to do. Not like I'd be having a choice. What, should I ask them to polite me, send me with a ration and a cup? Yes! Apologize! Nay. I'm not apologize for being right. Dear, I wish you the best. I'll do what I can for you. I'm a truth now, so got me in your corner. And give me a cupcake, eh? Oh, you fucking ass. I'll go look for one. I'll be right back. Check under the rock betwixt the sticks and the roots. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Must have been the wind. Uh, she walks away. <laughs> Rask. Yes. You are traveling with the Blue Dawn, the Fellowship of the Blue Light. They have been very nice to you. They, you've been helping them move. You've been helping with the elderly and the young. And one of the things you also have done is used your very effective talents of stealth to keep an eye on where the shifters and the druids are. A you finally got some rest. Uh, not a lot, but like half a night. Uh, when Carval and the, the the guy you've been training with forced you to, because everybody needed to stop moving because it you couldn't push the weaker members of the blue light any further, and so everybody got to sleep a little bit, and the next day you helped by scouting out to see where the enemy was. Uh, you got to see that the shifters were having trouble bypassing the barrier of the of the stump like stick, and you saw that. Right, like it had bought you the night, essentially them trying to figure out what was going on with this, this, uh, this runic. What's the term? How many shifters did it take in a walk in a straight line? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. How many shifters does it take to figure out a magic doohickey? And it turns out, um, there aren't enough shifters to figure it out. Uh, but then you did watch this morning as Odinrot walked out across the plane, found one of the sticks. And broke it in half. And then you watch them all start moving. And you realize that the druids aren't... If they aren't affected, they're not as affected by this binding. Unsettling. Yes. Uh, Nothing but good news. Yeah, but as you what when you go and you look, you notice that there are only two that you can tell are druids. You see Odinrot, this very tall goliath who Rask is first getting a glimpse of. From a distance up on a hill. Who's wearing nothing from the waist up. He's just got his furs that cover his, his, his lower half. And he's also traveling. He's also traveling with a dwarf that looks to be caked and covered in mud. That the other shifters also appear to treat with some reverence. Okay. So I see these two what appear to be druids to me. Yeah. 
who are not you you watch them do magics who are not swayed by the power of distique no and uh after watching this and like we have to take we we just took the break we had to take i i would ask what does Reisk think our ability to continue to run around in this in this big circle is um you think that it would buy you time at best you do think you could keep it up uh before you went on your scouting mission carval had made a couple more sticks like the process to make them he can do fairly easy like he can make the, a few as he goes like you could plant them again as you run but you're st- it's still like you're running with a bunch of peasants they they're not going to be able to run forever i know that he can i know that he can make them and that we can continue to plant them um i guess the next step for me is to just go right back to carvel because i need to have this conversation with him yeah so i um after seeing this and having this sort of um, revelation i'm i'm going to make my way to carvel carvel you you catch you catch him uh talking to a bunch of the people he's trying to calm people down you see that he's like he's very naturally charismatic he's like he cal- like he calms people very easily he's a good orator and you watch him as he's just walking around giving people uplifting speeches and you see that the people seem to really love this man like they they, their, they trust him he's their high priest right yeah they, they they didn't like the term priest when you when you mentioned it but hey man it's cool Yes, he is it's the all good. Priest. Um, I approach Carvel. We need to speak. Of course. What'd you find? I uh, take him aside from people as to not worry the people. The village people? Yeah. Young man. Anyways. I am it's fun to run from the druids today. today. <laughs> While I was scouting, I saw just what looked like druids weren't dissuaded by your magic sticks yes um it's easy to make a runic binding against a particular type of people but the druids are a mixed bag well this has made our evasion more difficult far as i could tell if we do not keep moving and you don't make as many of those as you can to throw them off Every day, they will find us. Do you have any access to carts or something of the sort so that these slower moving can be pulled? We had a few carts to move some of the larger tents. In our rush to leave, we, we, we recommended everyone leave everything behind. Nobody grabbed any. Do you have some beast to pull the carts? Hmm. No. I may be able to retrieve at least one, but it would be risky. Which, by the way, uh, I, I did want to give you a short rest, at least, because I know Reisk hasn't rested since anything has happened. Nope. Yeah, I'll take that short yeah, rest. Yeah, you might want to take that. found that guy with the machete hacking through the underbrush and was like, dude, what the fuck? In fact, everybody at, at this stage should definitely take at least a short rest. Uh, well, you said at least. That means it's up to my discretion. I'm going to take a five-day cruise. You might get a long rest because you're trapped in a fucking cell. It's the safest place you could think of. Get some sleep, bro. Uh, until it's not. Until it's not. Yeah. 
I was trying to decide how much a cart would help. I mean, at this point, I'm just working on keeping us moving, right? Yeah. That's my idea. If we can get a cart, and there are people who who can pull it and people who can take Ryan, a break. Ryan, ding me. Ryan, ding me. Mitch's random fact. Ow! Uh, so the, the real random fact is that when people didn't have carts, didn't have wheels, didn't have things like that, or just simply didn't have the materials, or even in modern context where those materials exist but aren't available, there is a very easy to make stretcher that you can make with two sticks and a tarp or a cloak or a piece of fabric or even some rope. You just hold them together at the tip and then you can drag heavy things like people. Carval turns to you and you've walked away from everybody and he says, we don't have pack animals, so any cart you get wouldn't be able to carry many, but any help that you can provide with your unique skills, I'm sure would be beneficial. Roll insight. He just told you to kill a dude. It sounds like he just told me to kill a dude, but he just said fucking kill out. a dude. Homie just stood up and said, you don't have to outrun a corpse. It, that, it does feel like he just said, you don't have to outrun a corpse. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. That's what it feels like. It, it, it might. Depends on your insight roll. <laughs> Uh, what what do I have for insight? Uh, 13. Um, you're not sure, but you think he may have just insinuated that you, if that killing a guy might help, which is wild, because this guy doesn't condone that. Yellow S-shapes move across my skin. I, uh, fur, kind of furrow what, what distinguishable brow I have, and I look at him and I go, Do, do you mean... You think I should? And then I look around. Take one of them out. To dinner. My. And a show. Really good deals in Vegas right now. Santita. Welcome Our following believes that those who commit acts of violence and murder will never achieve true enlightenment or the, the heaven that we believe in. And this is something that I truly believe these people should carry forward. But I am a leader, and I don't have the luxury of ideologies that could get us all killed. And you, according to our beliefs, may never see such a heaven that we believe in because of who and what you are. Our peacemakers are unique because they sacrifice their ability to go with us in the afterlife in order to protect us here. There is no hell worse than what I've seen. So every day out of that is as close to heaven as I need to get. Spoken like someone who's never seen hell. Sure. Thank goodness neither of you. If this is the path you think is right, I will assess the possibility, and if I can, I will slow them down. There is nothing right about it. It is your decision. I give it to you. If I see no other path, it will be the one I take. So, Rask, what do you do? Well, um, I'm going to solemnly nod at Carvel and uh, walk off. I guess I want to go try to... Do you want to do a murder? Gather intel. Gather intel to decide whether or not there is what seems like a more viable option. You know, see if it looks... See if I can find out the pace in which they're tracking us. And if it, having been with these people for days how possible it is for us to continue to be in front of them 
at the pace in which they are moving. You're certain from just just from what you've seen already uh, over the course of a day, we'll say that a day goes by. You you try to get more information because you're not rushed to make this decision. You are certain that given enough time, they will catch you. The question is, how long will they continue trying before they give up? And how long are you willing to to wait that out? How close would you let them get before you made a more drastic decision? You're also certain that there's like, even if you got a cart, it's not going to speed up the whole group. People are going to have to be left behind. And you don't think that these family groups, these people, are going to be willing to do that. What What do I think the minimum amount of time is before they're on top of us? If you guys keep the pace you're at and you push these people to their limit, a day and a half, maybe two. And you're a day into that, I, I should point out. Okay, this is a question I have for Jay as a DM. As, as a sort of, um, as a sort of wet worky roguey kind of guy, do I have, I have knowledge with traps from one direction. Do I have knowledge with traps from the other direction? Like, I understand. You want to make like basic snares and things. Yeah. Basic snares, pitfalls, maybe. Uh, I mean, all traps require time. It's difficult to set up a trap in a half a day. Yes. Absolutely. Like a, well, a pit trap, what I'm asking. highly unlikely that you'd be able to dig yeah. a pit in time. It's a big snares, big uh, log falls, those sort of things. You could probably set some up. Uh, you think you know them? You, you could, you could, you think you could do that. I know they're gonna have to get next near to the next stick. Does Carvel have sticks ready? Yeah. Okay. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do as Reyes. I want to take the sticks he has, and I'm going to move as close. I'm gonna. How many does he have? Who ready? Two. I'm going to take one and I'm going to keep it with me so that none of them can even get close to where I'm at. Okay. None of the shifters. Yes. Okay. None of the shifters can get even close to where I'm at. And I'm going to get as close to them as I think is safely possible. Maybe even starting to push them away and I'm going to plant one. But then I want to move laterally from that stick. Not far away, but far enough away that I can observe. I've changed my plan entirely. Traps are silly. I want them to try to follow me. Because obviously they're trying to move, they're going to move in the direction toward the thing they want to break. Very clever. Love it. So you, you're trying to make them think that the, the, tra- the, the sticks are being laid in your direction, not the group. Correct. Love it. Uh, roll me that stealth check so that you see how close you can get to them where you basically put it on their asses in the night. That's going to be solid, but not as good as it could be, but it'll still be solid. 21. Uh, let me let me roll a couple of key perception checks. Yeah, uh, twenty one stealth. You move up, you plant the stick, and uh, you have to get you actually get so close that you you catch like one of the shifters walks by you, but for, where you plant the stick, like but he does not see you. He smells the air for a moment, and you think maybe he's gonna find you, but he moves on. You plant the stick and you get away. You watch from afar as. Can like a few of them like wake up, they like start to move around and you watch them sort of like just wander off from camp and you watch the druids start yelling at people. You see the dwarf immediately starts rooting around trying to figure out what the hell happened. It doesn't take him long before he finds your stick. Of course. And he and he uh, he points off in your direction and runs ahead of everyone and toward where you went. Sure. I'm certain I can stay ahead of him. Sure. Tiny legs and all that. He's a dwarf. Also, I have faster movement speed right now. 
Adair Room. It's been a day, and no one has visited your cell since Kaleth dropped by. You do not have a cupcake. <laughs> Adairu bites into it. It's a poisonous mushroom. Adairu dies. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is one of those like uh, dry, spory ones where you bite into it, just get a mouthful of garbage. A mouthful of thirsty. Is, is this mushroom okay? No. Shit. Red cap, white spots, bad. Those make Mario grow. Okay, we're good. Eventually, a like rivulet of water opens up in your cage. It seems that like there's some sort of water system that like goes into a dish that's gr- that's been grown into the wood. Uh, there are two dishes. Before you say anything, one is different, and um, but yeah, you have water, but you're not given any food. Wait, hang on. Can I see the bottom of the r- dish? Yeah. Yes. Hey, hey! I need food. Wait, can I you can see, see the, the bottom. Oh. God damn it. Damn it. Because <laughs> he's a ah! cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Nehru's fall trial. It's a bowl that's almost full of food. I can't eat this. It's not full enough. Hey, I can't eat this. It needs more. Adara, you get a long rest. All right. Yeah, Adara's just waiting. Like, Just going to wait? Okay. Yeah. I mean, a day goes by. That's That's concerning. Yes. Uh, do me a favor. Oh, wait, I'll hold on. You. This was the thing I needed to look up. A favor. I'll do you a favor. Can I walk up? Yeah, there's no- nobody has really dropped in, and your stealth roll is so fucking stellar. Uh, you can talk to him, more or less, anytime there's no one around. Can I get you anything? Only if you can get them to hurry up. I mean, I can, if they see me, they'll probably speed things up. I doubt in a way that favors things. They'll probably destroy you. What, what, what if I can call Reyes to help? Reyesk is busy right now. The ones that did not come with us are pursuing. Nine, sure? I do not think, would make it here in time. Too you far sure away. They're not just gonna kill you? They might. One of them tried before. Didn't work so well for them, though. Not thinking that they'll play that way second time, but this is uh, part of their their show. Is there anything in the area that I can scavenge? You know, this area, I don't. Berries? I'll try to find some. I don't know which Kindling? ones are poison, though. All things in nature have a use, just not in all places. Okay, I'll be right back. And uh, it's been it's been a minute, and uh, they didn't disarm a day room, and uh, he would like to speak to their manager. You were disarmed. You, you he he took your stuff. Rude. Sorry, that... you've been you've been armless this whole time. Yeah, he removed your arms. No arms. Unfortunately, you still have your shit. Well, the good no news is cats have with. partially opposable toes. Um, um, I mean, do you want to speak to somebody? Is that something I, you want to? I mean, I would like them to hurry up. I'm not sure how I would implore them that we need to get this shit over with because time is burning and sure. I gotta be in a place to kill a dude in two days now. You're really burning through my time here, guys. Um, It's funny you should say that because when you wake up the the first morning, uh, you find that the ground has grown tendrils and roots that have sort of attached themselves to Adaru's skin in places. When you wake up, you have to tear yourself free, and Rude. it makes you feel like something sapped your energy. Almost like you haven't eaten in days. Okay. It, it, it happens. Yeah. It's unfortunate. If you don't eat today, you will start to have fatigue. Okay, what do I What do I have? What What did they take from me? What did they not take from me? You're in your My clothes, inventory, your my inventory your is armor. broken up into... Um, your satchel and your weapons are gone. Uh, I have a, a junk pack, a satchel, a survival kit, and a backpack. 
I have like three pouches. They took your pouches and your weapons. Okay, fuckers. Can I roll? Yeah, you're in a fucking prison. They're not gonna they leave you with weasel. a fucking file they, or some they shit. They took my weasel. Oh yeah, no, they're they're your your weasel bag. Uh, when no. your weasel bag when it was taken from you, he he checked some of your stuff and something tried to bite him and he just hung it up like across the the way. Hey, um, you still have your prison wallet. You're good. But I don't store things in those normal. Well, you should start, bud. <laughs> I should have. I know that was my bad. I should have kept your weasel berries there. up there. It just sounds like poor planning. You knew you were going to prison, <laughs> and you didn't put anything in your prison wallet. Uh, that's fair. Look, none can of I you roll, were wrong. Can I roll survival for berries? Yeah, man. You go for it, nine. Go for it, nine lit. <laughs> All right. DC seventeen. I actually don't have like a survival. Any, any survival? Yeah, con? imagine that. It's con, right? No. What, what's survival? Wisdom. Wisdom. Ah, oh, fuck. It's a plus zero. <laughs> I know. It's okay it. because I rolled an 18. So I find what appear to be bloobs. Bloobs. Mm. Some bloobers. Bloobs. Blueberries. Okay. And uh, I'm going to hold. I'm going to I'm going to try and grab as many as I can and be like, why can't I hold all these blueberries? And then I'm going to bring them back to you. Like four. Sure. <laughs> tiny, tiny hands. <laughs> I'm gonna bring you what amounts to a handful for a normal person of blueberries. Sure, you bring uh, a handful of blueberries to Adaru, and uh, you, you pass them through the the bar. The, what do you do? Uh, yeah. As um as blueberries uh get passed to you through the bars, Adaru, and they go into your hand. You watch as these blueberries immediately shrivel and rot and turn to dust in your palms. The trial of seasons has started, and you're in the heart of autumn. You have to starve. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened to them. They were okay on my way. I think you broke them. What? I think you broke the berries. I, I can do that. Did you, when you, when you picked them, did you twist them to the right or the left? I didn't. I just yanked them off. Well, you, can't, you can't pick them like that. I didn't know. If you just yanked them off, they break. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, uh, I just, I just, it doesn't matter. But if you twist them, it is easier to pick without breaking them. Is there, is there anything I can do? I don't know. I doubt it. This is the first trial where they starve me to make me weak in the hopes that their petty attempts will end me. You could get me some berries. You realize that across the hall was another cell that no, that has been dark since you got there? You turn around and you see a human dressed in fucked up soiled Inquisitor's robes, who Adaru remembers is the one you guys helped catch at Krakakola. Hello. Yeah, 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 hello. Um, do you have any more of those berries? Not if you tell on us. Why would I tell on you? You are a, well, a strange robot. Uh, the Maker says you should help me get out of here. I don't listen to the Maker, I listen to mine. What? It's Maker is mine. Who? Maybe we should not speak to this one. I'm thinking it is not our friend. I don't trust him. No! Hey! Help us out! I am an Inquisitor! You must help me! No, it's okay. Little one. Yes. Bring me, uh... Can, do you think you can fetch me that pouch? What? Do you think you can fetch me that pouch? Yeah, they were points up to the pouches. Or whatever. Oh, they're visible from here? I think. They're just where I can't get to them, right? DM? <laughs> one of them is. Okay. There's one that for some reason was just strung up like a little bit away from his cell. Uh, is it the weasel pack? Go... Shut up. I will. <laughs> I will go. Well, I gotta spoil moments. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fair. I just... I will go investigate the hanging pouch. It's really high up for nine. For, for, for point two. Um, it's not that high up for nine. No, not like, it was just like nine would bump into it with their chest. You, on the other hand, really high up there. Is it? But it's like hanging on something, right? I assume yeah. uh, more a, a, tree. Like, this thing, like branches, yeah. are growing out of it, and every like all over. It's a strange. It's I'm like going the to husk a, of a stump has trees trying to grow out of it. I'm going to attempt to climb it. Roll an athletics check. Strength. <laughs> yeah. Point two is a. Uh, Fantastic help. Hey, that's a three minus three. You 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 run up and you just you just hug like a flat wall and slide down, and um, those good rolls didn't last long. No, <laughs> you're doing great with that zero. Can Look I you hang go. on? Hang on. Can I get a hand through the bars? Yeah, you can get a hand. Operation Yeticus. Little okay. one, come here, come here, come here. All right, roll a strike check, Adira. Nat twenty. Fuck yeah! You sail through the air like a fastball special, and you collide. Uh, just hard, like not hard. He was a perfect throw. Uh, but you thump into the side of it, and it's really soft. And you're holding onto the side of the bag, and then you feel something within the bag start to squirm. Yes. Well, we need to feed it. Okay. The bag. I open the bag. Bobs up and down like it's nodding. And I, I drop some of the berries in. <laughs> you just hear. And then, uh, yeah, that you fed the weasel. Congrats. Okay. That establishes hey, that I, that I, is. Hold on. Hold on. Did, did, let me, let me, let me walk this back. No one's mentioned this weasel in like 20 episodes. Uh, did you feed this weasel before now? Yeah. You had me roll a hand on animal check, remember? And it was like dumb high a bunch of times. Sure. Off the record. I'm sure. This isn't one of those. Uh, ongoing gags that every D&D party has where they have a pet and forget to feed it. Absolutely not. Look, whether what? or not I... You're telling me there's... You're telling me there's a, a, a cliche among D&D produced media where they have a pet that uh, they Tabletop RPG produced media. There is right. plenty of things that weasel had to eat. <laughs> that was the bag that had caltrops, glass bottles, <laughs> and I think a bunch of food from the buffet. It's got a, oh, yeah, that shit's gone. <laughs> you peek in nine and there's just the fattest fucking weasel you've ever seen. That's it's why been living it's on a there. diet it's of ma- out. <laughs> it's been living on a diet of fucking uh, of dry aged prime rib and mac and cheese. <laughs> I, uh, I pet. No, 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 it had to. He got the, the shelf staple stuff, so it was Mac salad. Mac, mac salad, salad, yeah, macaroni mm, salad. Mac salad. You know, high calories, keeps for a long time. Yeah, it's a fat ass weasel. I pat its belly. <laughs> it, it eats the blueberries, even though it didn't fucking need them, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Little one, I need you to fetch me a glass bottle. I, I stare. At the Inquisitor as I feed these berries to the weasel. As <laughs> he feeds the overwe- overweight weasel. <laughs> I see this one malfunctions. It's yeah. functioning in peak performance, I think. Do you need this? Yes. I, I need I need a one of my empty glass bottles, please, little one. Uh, I search for it. Do I find one? Yeah, uh, I've got I've got yeah. a handful of them in there. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I grab one and I bring it back. And do you see the metal spikes in there? 
The climbing spikes. Yes. Pythons or caltrips? I have both in the same bag. That's why I asked which bag. I need one of the climbing spikes as well. You just had him in a bag full of food and iron bits? <laughs> the caltrops are in the bottom. I would hope they're in their separate bags, too, but god damn, <laughs> that sounds awful. He was banging around on a Daru's hip through multiple fights. <laughs> you don't understand. He put the food and the iron bits together on purpose. He likes to uh, make sure that his food has the correct amount I of have a mineral deficiency? nutrients. Yeah, I have a deficiency. Yes. Look, I'm a barbarian. I bleed a lot. I need my red just gotta replenish up. that iron. Yeah. Yeah, you find whatever he says is in that bag is in that bag. I know Mitch takes ridiculous notes about the dumbest things. Uh. <laughs> Magneto would say there is enough iron in his blood. Mm-hmm. He's gonna eat it so that he can use the iron to get out of prison. Is that what we're doing here? I, what's I don't know on? what's happening, but I grab them and I bring them back. Um, they repisses into the bottle. Weasels make weird noises. And says, little one. Take this to our Inquisitor friend. What the hell are you doing over there? Why does it smell like piss? Okay. Here you go. So, <laughs> you give... So, so you, uh, there you is going him... to take the python, and he's going to use it as a metal spike, because that's effectively what it is, to just break away a clearing in the roots to wait in. So that it stops sapping his... Yeah. His energy? Sure. Yeah. Um, Okay. <clears throat> There's rations and stuff in those packs, but we're not trying that again after the blueberry experiment. That's uh, yeah. wasteful. Nine. Or no, sorry, not nine. Um, nine lit. Uh, as as you realize Point that two. you can't help him with it. <laughs> Point two. I'm so used to going nine when I cut to, to Ryan. Uh, Point two is his own character is new for me. <laughs> He's definitely going through his own adventure path. Yeah. Uh, Point two, uh, as you are getting ready to walk away... Uh, and leave Adiri because there's not much else you can hear. You I hear... intended to, uh, at the very least, call Reisk at least once to give him an update as to what the fuck is happening. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, not seeing that I can be of any more help, I'm gonna go back and hide again. And um, once I get into my little spot, I'm going to try and ring Reisk. Okay. You, uh, you, you, die, <laughs> you tap into the, uh, the nine lit, or the nine app. Yeah, I literally uh, put I literally put my hand to my ear and my mouth like this. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you, Thumb to the ear, pinky to the mouth. Uh-huh. And when you do that immediately before you can even get a call out, once again that base root programming of uh capitalism goes through point two's ear in a commercial place uh before your message. Hi. Welcome to Ninefold. Here's a commercial for one of the many products you can find through the Nine Phone. Right now. Beep. Hi. Some of you may have heard that a tragedy has happened in the humble village of Santitas. The men and women of Krakakola have lost their jobs. Their place of business, Krakakola, has been the stage of a terrible attack upon the people of the primacy. A needless and unearned act of slaughter, leaving men without work and families ruined. These men and women suffered and died for no other reason than that they made medicine. Medicine that helps not just the military, but all of us. An awful thing that continues to cause the remaining staff at Krakakola so much pain. But you can help. For the low, low fee of one silver a month, you can help the families of Krakakola's employees. You can make the difference 
and help this company climb back to its position of aid and primacy wellness. Yes, for a lowly silver, as little as a drink at your local pub, you can keep a family from starving. Show Krakakola and their employees that we care. This message paid for and sponsored by the Apotheosis Program. Say while you're running, <laughs> but I'm kind of running interference. If I don't know where you are, I I'm uncertain. I can help, but keep me posted. Fuck, nope, I'm sorry. Uh, point two calls nine, and a strange voice answers the phone. Hello, this is Atos. What? Who's that? Atos? Priest of Moors and Santitas? Where's nine? Oh, um, she gave me her phone. I gotta, I have to chime in here. You've well established that's not how those work. It's a funny joke (laughs) to remind him that he gave away his phone, but that is not how those work. And then I hang up and I call point one instead. <laughs> and point one deleted your number. Uh, <laughs> call Dara's phone. Hey, okay, uh, sorry, I've lost the thread a little bit for a goof. Um, because yeah, uh, nine doesn't have her phone. Adara's gonna sit in the little right, clearing that he's made in his cell where the roots don't get to him. He's just gonna sort of break things off as they try to approach him. He's just going to talk to the Inquisitor. Well, at least we all used to march in on primacy rations, so what's a little bit more starvation, eh? He doesn't. He just glares at you. He does not deign you with a fucking response. He didn't expect anything from a fucking shifter, but now that the shifter and the fucking robot are in cahoots and they just, you know, tried to feed him piss, and <laughs> he's not listening. I just, I, hope me o- I just hope me obese weasel had enough to eat, you know? If I get the chance to kill you, I'm going to take it. But of course. I return. Uh, I am going to come back and bring One him two blueberries because it would be bad. If he was angry enough to fucking tell on us. So I'm going to leave him two blueberries, <laughs> and I'm leaving. You leave two blueberries. Uh you roll the blueberries into his cage, and you watch, and he watches as they wither into nothing. I try. I'm sorry. Bye. 
Kreisk, you are running from what appears to be a small, angry, mud-covered Dorvan Druid. At least, you thought it was, but the last time you looked over your shoulder, it had transformed into a wolf. A small, angry, mud-covered wolf. And it is keeping pace with your ass. And gaining. But, you're leaving the others behind. I cast Get the Fuck Out of Here. Uh, does Reyes just run? What does Reyes do? Uh, well, I have a climbing speed equal to my walking speed, and are we... Do, can I make it to a copse of trees? Sure. Yeah, I just make it to trees, and I basically just go, and then hop into a tree and start running through trees. All right. Um, this is normally a slick move, but you like you look back, and you just see the, 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 the wolf leap into the air, and in midair, you watch as it changes into into like a, a like an ape, and you just see it start swinging through the, the woods with its arms, and it starts to gain on what you. What kind of ape? Um, a, a fantasy are we talking ape. Like a thick, are we talking like a thick ape? Or like a, a short ape, We're talking like, like a, a lanky, like a lanky ape, like a, Can, like kind of a goofy looking ape. Yeah, a, a given, a goofy looking ape. The G in given stands for goofy. Goofy, like a, like a lanky uh, Kong or whatever. Yeah, he's a lanky Kong. He's a lanky Kong. He is also somehow still covered in mud, and he's gaining on you. Uh, well, I'm gonna need you to roll Kong. initiative. I don't think there's any any apes in this game that have a 40 foot climb speed. I'm gonna need you. You're just using a story point, and if you're gonna use a story <laughs> you, point, you better, you better say fucking it. say it. <laughs> you have a climb speed of of 40 feet. Of 40 feet. All your speeds increase with. with I mark. have a climb speed equal to my walking speed. My Good walking speed is currently 40 Good feet. Good to know. You're right. He cannot outclimb you, but you have to move through woods. Is not the same as climbing. Like swinging from branch to branch against a monkey is what you are doing. So I'm going to say that yes, you can climb faster than he can, but you cannot keep pace doing what you're doing faster than he can. Okay, then I'll go back to the ground. And I'll go ahead and say, because story point, if that will I think if you Jay happen, were to be a reasonable DM and pick up a fucking rule book for once in his life, he would say that the difference is that what you're experiencing is difficult terrain. Yes. God. This is what, it, this is what, this it pays to have people who know some rules that, that, cause I'm, I do it a lot, you know. You gotta have guys who know rules. Yeah, you're moving through difficult terrain. Will that will that change if I hit the ground? Uh, you'll go only back if to you running. hit the ground running. Uh, the problem Obviously. was is that the wolf moved at 50 feet, cause they do. Uh, and you moved at 40, correct? So he was gaining on you while running. You have essentially kind of balanced out. So at this point, he sees me though. I yeah. want to clarify that. Oh yes, he's he's chasing actively you. chasing. Me. Yeah, well, yeah. you okay. you broke and ran, and he caught he like he he took off running. You got their attention. The others are chasing after him, but you guys moved so fast that you left them behind. It's been, I'm going to say a few minutes. You've got a good head start. It is just you and this druid right now. Uh, I want you to roll initiative because no, he's like where you're at as far as that goes is nebulous depending on initiative now. Well, that's not great, but that's, uh, you know, it's perfect. That's not great here either. So uh, 12 fucking five. Oh, take that, you son of a gun. Yeah, so you watch. He jumps up into the tree, and he starts making uh, a lot. Uh, he moves quick. He doesn't seem to be bothered by the branches because he changed it to something that deals with that well. But then a branch snaps, and he falls back, you know, down a level, and you get another head start. So go ahead and go. What do you want to do? I want to take a full death action. If we're in initiative, now I can take advantage of the fact that I can move like a motherfucker. I can use my turn to move and my bonus action to move. Sure. So I'm move. I just moved 120 feet. Okay. He runs 
forward, and then you just hear all of a sudden the burst of a cacophony of flapping wings and squawks. So you glance over your shoulder, a fucking small cloud of bloodhawks has been summoned into being behind you. That was his turn. You are now being chased by eight bloodhawks. I move another 120 feet. They also move another 120 feet. Well, I wouldn't know that until I've moved it, would I? Yeah, because they move 60 feet. They have a 60-foot fly speed. Uh, I'm going to say, because I didn't catch it last time, difficult terrain. Is it 120 feet, or is it 80? It's 80 if it's too difficult terrain. Hey, if, they, if you're flying through a pretty dense forest, it's difficult terrain for them, too. Except for it's not a dense forest, because we're, we've never described any of this area as dense. It's just... Okay, that's why I asked. Yeah. There's, an, <laughs> there's trees. To be, to be clear, to be clear... A hawk doesn't fly through any version of forest well, so if they go above the tree line, they are keeping pace with you though, and they've caught up with you. They're about—they're going to dive bomb you on their round. What do you do? You just move eighty Listen, feet. I—I I, I moved my eighty feet. All right, this is, that's all I can do. All right, you get attacked. Ready? Yeah. Take your shit. All right, you get dive bombed by fucking eight birds. Only two of them hit you. Sick. They deal four damage each, piercing. Okay. That's eight in total? Yes. Four each. Done. All right. Is it my turn? Yes. Okie dokie. So are these are these flying creatures within range? Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. They couldn't do a flyby. Like you said, they had to... I, I gave them the difficult terrain to get to you, but they could. Okay. Well, then let's try to take out as many of these things as possible. Uh, are there more than one creature around me right now? Yes. They're all around you. There's eight of them. They're all within reach. Oof. I'm going to kill the fuck out of that first one. If you had to, if you had to make an assumption of how many d6 worth of hit points one of these things has, how many would you say? Would you say two, two d6 worth of hit points? That is what the staff lock says. Fantastic. All right, I crit on it, so I know I hit it. Yeah, it probably died. Eleven, eleven hit points. Yeah, uh, you you strike it and it just disappears in a puff of feathers. Fantastic. And then I will swing with one of my extra appendages. Does a 17... Oh, it's more than a 17. That's a hit. It's a... Yeah. I do another five damage. Uh, you swat one out of the air. I am going to say for the sake of brevity that it hits a tree and dies. Fantastic. In this moment, I'm kind of just swinging wildly, and the other arm swings sort of naturally, which is to say I spent a key point but oh. on my Fury of Blows, but technically I'm not... You don't know I, what that I, means. Dude. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I'm not. I'm just kind of like swinging out. I'm gonna call this <laughs> the like crab a within you knows thing. inner peace and strikes in the moment of truth. Does a 15 hit? Yes. That's uh, four damage. It, it snatches one of the birds out of the air and holds onto it. It can do that. It, anytime I hit with one of those. Oh really? It does that. Yes. It does that. So that's three down. The remaining uh, bloodhawks are all gonna try to attack you, and now they have pack tactics. Fun fact about these hawks, apparently they're a pack animal. Reyesk learns something Sometimes. new every day. Ding. <laughs> Ding. Bloodhawks are just crows from a different side of LA. Yeah. Get it? Yeah, I got it. I got the blood reference. Oof. Yeah, they're all gonna... The, the, there's three of them this time that are all gonna take a peck at you. Okay. Uh, that's 14 <laughs> damage total. Okay. They peck and claw at you. My turn? I, I really... I don't really have a lot of options here other than to keep trying to take these things out while I move. 16 hit? Yes. All right. Uh, six damage. You kill another one. Uh, First of feathers. A, 
does a 13 hit. First of feathers. All right. And does a, yes, 18 naturally before I add anything. It's definitely going to hit. Burst of feather. Okay. That's what I could do. And I keep moving. There's only two left. You watch the remaining ones, even though they're conjured, they take off and fly away. You hear from the woods as you break free of the this patch of wilderness you ran through uh, into open ground again. You hear, you can't hide. We'll find you and your friends. What's the finger in your world? Uh, pinky's up, bro. I give him the pinky. Um, and in open ground, you believe you can outrun him, it, uh, unless he can turn back into a wolf. Uh, roll me a stealth check. Yeah. That's gonna be, I think it's 19? Let me double check. Yes, 19. Okay. You immediately double back and find, like, a, uh, a stream trench. Like, a trench dug out by some stream. And then you c- cut along and think that you're hidden. Cool. Where do you go? I'm gonna just, I know which direction the, they are moving, right? I have some inkling of where the blue dawn is moving. I'm just going to move in a not exactly opposite direction, but a different direction. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Roll a deception check. I imagine that you play cat and mouse with them for the rest of the day. Give me a perception check. Easily. I'll play cat and mouse with them for the rest of the fucking week if I have to. All right. Deception is going to be a rough one for me because it's one of those charisma based skills. Mm. And guess who doesn't have that? 16, though. You know who else don't have charisma? Druids. Druids don't have charisma. Sick. Tell me Rask isn't mad hot. They rolled a six and a two. No. No, <laughs> not quite. He's not mad hot, nor is he the kind of guy you want to follow into battle. The dwarf, you, wa- you, you, you keep scouting and spying on them for the rest of the day, and you see that this dwarf is pissed off. After this near miss, where, they, where he nearly caught you, he felt like, and the fact that they feel the sensed a marker so close to them. You watch them argue. You frustrated them for the whole day. On the morning of the second day that they've been chasing you, you don't see the druids anymore. When you go to check, you only see the shifters. Beautiful. I um, I wait around just to be sure. Like, you know, still hiding. But I, I give it some time just to be sure that they're not with them. And once I'm sure, I go back to um, the the group. I find the, the group and I, I reconvene with them and I... I let Carval know. Sure. Uh, Adaru. Confers with the Kekba. Gotta talk to the boss. On the morning of the second day for Adaru, you wake up and you see Odinrot and Yuga walking down the hallway. Past okay. yourself. Alright. How's, uh, how's Inquisitor Boy doing over there? He's been sulking for a while now. Yes. Uh, that. That is what the Adaru lives off of. <laughs> it sustains him like like good meat. <laughs> yeah, like the sweetest Pettiness. meat. The sweetest. Pettiness sustains a day room. And a few hours after you see them walk by, uh, your solitude is broken. You had to fend off the fucking weeds that were trying to grow on your skin all night. You didn't get good rest. You did get your initial uh, long, long rest, so you're yeah. full strength. Go, go ahead and give me a constitution save for tonight. If you succeed at it, then you will not have exhaustion. Constitution. That's a thing that druids don't have. Good thing I'm a barbarian. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's a thing barbarians are great 21. at. 21. Fuck. All right. Yeah, you 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 feel the gnawing hunger. They sapped, like, even though you had had a nice meal with- I told you. It sustains me to see the yes. Inquisitors suffer. Yeah, that that <laughs> feeling alone has driven away any feeling of hunger. You feel 
strong still. You're, you, like you said, have recently starved. You know this shit. You ate a while ago, and even though they seem to have somehow taken that sustenance from your body, you feel strong. And that morning, uh, as after they walk by, a few hours later, Ikauk comes back to your cell door. He, and he waves his hand, and, and the roots move away, and he steps into the cell. I play dead. Do you? Poorly. What'd you get? Performance or deception? I'm gonna go with performance. Sure. It's my worst roll, but I feel like that's more of their speed. Ten. Yeah, um, he stops ten feet away from you. I know you are, I know you are awake. Get up. There, just stands up. Brushes himself off. Uh, however, that is, uh, something. He has hidden the python. That's a 22. Okay. For deception, or what do I, what do I... It's a 22 or a 23, your pick, don't matter. Prison wallet! Prison wallet! <laughs> it's a side hand roll, how good would he, that he be? He fails, he doesn't notice. 20. Trying to lead me down the wrong path. It's still not good enough to see it, he, he doesn't notice. Look, I don't know a lot of hiding things. No. Usually when I hide a thing, it's I hide my sword in his abdominal cavity. The wind Oh, you hid it in a cavity, alright, <laughs> Abdominal! Your trial of seasons has begun, Aderu. The winter portion begins now. Which is? You must survive atop the mountain for a night. That is all? Once the trial is over, if you succeed and survive, you have the chance to speak in front of all of the shifters and druids gathered. A surprising number have gathered to listen to you. Will this be resolved in three days' time, then? If a man needs killing... It will be resolved by tomorrow, one way or the other. Then take me to this hill. No. First, I need to make something clear to you, Adair. You are not in charge here. You understand that? I don't presume to be. And yet you keep continuing to make your own plans. Your way or the highway, huh? Nay. I made a plan some days ago. And I intend to keep it to do what must be done. And those who stood against you died. Who do you mean? A friend of mine died. A friend of yours? You mean Suko? A friend of mine? Refused to see reason sought to take my life. I did what all things in nature must and defend. It's our fault, really. We raise you to believe in might makes right and do best for the pack. It's simple enough to believe that if you're strong enough to beat us, you can you can win, huh? That you can make your own decisions. Allow me to make it clear. And he turns into a fucking bear. And he immediately goes to maul your fucking face. He just smacks you to the ground. I rage. Go for it. Roll That's initiative. the thing I do. I'm a prison shake, this motherfucker. Nat 20. Next round. <laughs> Next round. Nat 20 on initiative. This motherfucker wants Next you. Dice round. are telling a story. Oh, man. I wasn't expecting this. Ah, fucking cuck. <laughs> you think a nat 20 is going to beat me? I rolled an 8. Nice. What's your AC, Adaru? 17. Yeah, no, he he hits you for immediately, just slaps you across the fucking face with an open paw and just carves your fucking face and knocks you straight to the ground. He does 18 damage. Fuck. Sorry, no, 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 no. that's bad math. 12 damage. Six. It's not your turn. Wait, no, I can't rage. You have not raged. What do you need to calculate? It just doesn't... No, the hit point thing, but I... I hit backspace, and then it had a zero in the front, and I was afraid it was freaking out. I rolled okay. a three. <laughs> oh, did you take your initiative roll? I rolled a three. I don't know if I'm actually going to act at all in this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop myself, but we'll see. Sure. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, so, yeah, you take 12 damage. You aren't raging yet. 
It's not your turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and after he slaps you to the ground, he immediately piles on top of you with his other paw and holds you down. Uh, roll in opposed athletic. That's a uh, nat Mitch. <sighs> so for a total of? 10. For a second, you lift up off the ground before he squashes you back to the ground. He, You are equal, and he shoves you back to the ground. Uh, you start, you're like fighting against it. You feel like you could break free. But his muzzle gets close to you, and from the fucking bear's face comes the voice of Ikauk. You are not in charge here, Adaru. Is this to be a child or a murder? He... <laughs> Your turn. Do you do anything? I mean, I give him a chance to speak. His response was going to be to slap you. Adaru is going to rage. Okay. And just attempt to stand up. Just to get out from under the bear. Okay. That's gonna be a 22. You you throw his arm off and you roll over. Uh, you can use half your movement to stand. I do that. Do you do anything else? I do not. Uh, he 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 leans forward after you say that to him and you fight back and he just tries to smack you against the wall. 23. 24. Okay. Another 15 damage. Nuh-uh. What's your AC? 17. He hits you with one claw smacks you against the wall and then tries to fall up with another, but you kind of like dodge back and get away from it. You can go into the rest of the trial as this, or we can keep fighting till you show submission. I honor the ways of our people, and I go to my trial. Unlike you, who again, let emotion take hold. If their backs wakes, I'm not turning my back on this piece of shit. Noble words. And he lunges toward you again, and from behind the cage, you hear... Ikauk, what are you doing? Betraying the right. Ikauk changes back into his normal form, and he straightens out his furs, putting him to the next part of the trial. And he just, and he doesn't talk anymore. He just steps past uh, Owen Rock. They, they don't see this, but if Federa looks over to where the rocks where point two is, there's <laughs> just a glow there because point two was fully ready to fire. <laughs> Micro cannon was ready to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we get that? Can we get an Iron Man power down? If, if there if there was one more hit, I was going. <laughs> Can we get an Iron Man power down? Uh, <laughs> Odin Rot steps forward and he like he he walks up and he he looks at you and he shakes his head as Ikauk leaves the room and, and he turns to you again. He's like, "God damn it, boy! Even a fucking dumb pup knows to show their belly sometimes." No, nay, nobody show their belly to that kind of wretch. You don't show your belly to that which looks to split it open when it's seeking to split it. I'll see reason, but I'll not turn my back to have the neck bitten from behind. It doesn't do any good to show reason to somebody who ain't thinking straight. Then it don't do no good to lay down for him and let them have your way neither, does it? You taught us to give everything we have for what need be doing, and I have. You have your home, your hovel, to come back to your den, and I don't have that. I gave that away long ago to do what must be done. Like the cuckoo. I disrupted them. I kicked their egg, their nestling little child from the nest. I placed myself there, colored myself to match their offspring, to live among them, knowing that I didn't belong there. If I were found, I'd be killed. I ain't nowhere to come back to. I ain't got no home the flock to fly with. I gave up everything. At the end of every day, you druids and my other kin, me shifters, have somewhere that they can be going home. But what will I have? Nothing. Because I gave it all. And then you tell me to show belly and roll over to my back for this filth that be walking around Claiming to be just and right in the ways that we believe, but acting like a primacy, 
I'd just so soon give my neck and belly to that man you had crossed away from me. He'd be more likely to show respect about it. Ikauk's been through uh, quite a lot. You don't understand. As far as he knows, you're just another traitor to him. You disappeared for, for weeks and came back. Wouldn't listen to no reason. Nobody knows your side of the story. You want everybody to hear it. Survive this ordeal. There's a whole lot of listening that has to be done for anyone to hear a story. It ain't been a lot of listening happening. You killed one of us. I thank you for your temperance. Yeah, I tried. By all means, I shouldn't listen to you till you've proven your innocence. Or at least, just make it through this trial. Prove yourself. Show that your nature is a good one. Come with me. I'm glad he didn't do it anyway. I want to talk to you about where I'm taking you. So there, just follow. So, he leads you out, and you guys are relatively quiet. You go past uh, a couple of the other druids. You recognize Yugalp, uh, and then you also see another one who uh, Adario has never met. This one is, you can only guess, Inasuru. It's a slender halfling with pointed features and tilted angry eyes. She's dressed in clothes that remind you of a southwestern sailor, which is very strange. And she's and she has a shell necklace of these large, large clamshells. And you go past her. She gives you a look that's very cold. She doesn't seem to be uh, interested in, in talking. And Dude, how big is you, her charisma score? Fucking low. Nice. Dirty, nasty sea witch. Yes. Uh, and sh- you also pass a what looks like another cell and you get a brief glimpse into it it's large and you look in and it looks like there's some sort of fountain that casts a curtain of water you see that Ikauk comes stepping out of it and as the water parts behind him you see a druid that is chained to the ground he's he's dressed in the furs he has the same bearing as the others and you only get a brief glimpse of him but it looks like he is a scarred elf of some kind before the, the curtain of water closes. Ah, uh, yes. The scarred elf. The older cousin to the emo elf and the punk elf. Yes. He loves to listen to music with too many horns in it. Um, it's never enough. And then you are pivoted to the left and you are taken to the center of the tree. You walk out across this small coliseum-shaped room that is built out of this stump and... You are greeted with what appears to be a whole bunch of what looks like they, they carved out or grew seeding on the edges. And you see a bunch of shifters on one side. Uh, and you like you hear hoots and hollers of the different shifter, shifter types as you get a weird mix of boos. And, and there's, like, there's a handful of people like, Woo-hoo, Shut the fuck up! The fuck this guy! You know, there's a lot of mixed, mixed review to your appearance. It's <laughs> my favorite line ever. Onrot, uh, as he's taking you to the center, he says, All right, your trials have already begun. You started in autumn. The Kauk's recommendation. He's fucking mad at you. So you get starved first, and that means that from autumn you go through winter, and then spring, and then summer. Winter's easy. You gotta survive the night in the cold. I'm taking you to the top of a mountain. In the top of that mountain... You gotta stay alive all night, and you have to give me your furs. You know that attached, right? The ones you wear. He, lo- he nods at your <laughs> clothes. <laughs> Joke's on you, I'm not wearing any furs. Te- Adair's neck beard grows out. Technically, I'm wearing my civilian outfit. I don't have any furs. I, I should've let him hit you one more time with the bear claws. <laughs> 
actually. Well, actually. Following morning, you're gonna get. You're gonna have to find a tree. There's only one tree hidden on that mountain. That morning, you. It's gonna open up a portal to get back here, where you'll continue the trials. In spring, you're gonna have to have a little bit of a, a fight. And then summer, you're gonna have to feed yourself. Then let us continue. Ain't time yeah. for wasting. All right. Last thing I'm gonna say, this 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 mountain, I'm dropping you off. Good way up, but not the top. Don't climb that mountain. It's only gonna get colder, and you're gonna end up a place that's kind of special to my people. Well, my other people. Oh shit! I'm gonna tug on Bruce's balls. You understand? I, All right. Do you, you tell me where the tree is, or I just look around for it till I find it? Part of the trick is that come morning, the portal will appear. You gotta find it. Well, I know it's not above the tree. We grow it. Let us continue. All right. Things so you there's do like, it in one day's time. You've got. So there's a sapling in front. Odin Rot walks up and he does his does the spell and the sapling sort of twists and contorts and splits down the middle and makes a portal. And he says, "After you." Adairu enters. He falls uh, behind when, you. When Adairu enters, as soon as Adairu is through the portal, he drops the python off to the side of the portal, on the other side. Oh, like back where you started. Steps through the portal and then. Tries Drops. to uh, covertly drop the python on the other side because he's going to have to disrobe, so he wouldn't be able to hide it. Sure, gotcha. Uh, it just goes into the snow at your feet, and he, he, he's unless you hide it in your prison wallet. Should have, yeah, should have hid it in your prison wallet. Your Look, I angle. don't want, I don't want a Goliath, a Goliath, to think he has to check there. I'm gonna go off at your original sleight of hand. He does not notice because your sleight of hand hid, hides it well. That's just what happened. So he says, "Take your, take your shit off. Give it to me. I'll give it back to you when you come back." There does that. Just takes a lot of good into shit. Alright. Uh, through the portal, you hear the boos and cheers back there. He's like, Show them what you're made of, kid. Good luck. It's cold as fuck up here. And uh, you immediately feel the bite of, the, of this cold. You are high up on a mountain, and fun fact, it's fucking snowing today. Isn't showing them what I made out of what got me into this pickle. Yeah. Take that wisdom to heart. And he steps back tomorrow. through the portal with your shit. Uh, there throws a handful of snow through the portal. <laughs> just kicks it through with his back foot. Shows everyone his ass. <laughs> kicks some snow through the portal as it closes. And freezes to death. Yeah, in Adairu. three to four hours. Yeah, what do you do, Adairu? I freeze to death in three to four hours. <laughs> you, have, you have a chance to do something in three to four hours. It's a long time. Not with no resources. This is why all them people are still resting up on Mount Everest. Uh... As I don't know where they took Aderu, and there's way too many people to follow him, I'm going to uh, hide in the weasel pouch until hopefully Aderu returns. Hanging with the weasel. Um, I'm going to say you, you followed behind so that you at least know what's going on to that extent. To okay. where you, can, you found a spot where you can watch, where you can be involved. You know what's going on. You've got that fucking killer nat 20 that you're still riding on. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll follow down and I'll watch what's happening and as soon as he goes to the portal obviously I can't follow him because there's way too many people watching so after afterward I'm going to try to quickly run back to the weasel pouch weasel okay. pouch uh, there recollects his python because he's going to need that for something probably maybe any tool is helpful any tool is helpful and uh, what's the what's the climate like I mean I know it's a mountain but you know yeah, like, you, you are where am this... I in relation to the tree line etc uh, you think you're above the tree line that is where you're at. You you look around and you don't see any trees. You are high up on a mountain. You immediately can feel the lack of oxygen in your lungs as you breathe. 
cold is just going in and out of you. Your but it's skin. snowing. Yeah, and it and it is snowing. Okay, so I know my relative altitude because I'm between the tree line and the snow line. That's right where you die. Yes. That is the point. They have found a location that has the heart of winter in it regardless of the time of year, and they've dropped you in it. Survive winter. Welcome to the second trial of seasons. Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayesk, Ryan Santos as Number 9, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash Tavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at breadeagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories.